thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us. Yes. I tell you what, when you sow time to the Word, you never get disappointed by that. And so we thank you for joining us. And uh, we ask you and invite you, release your faith as yes. you hear the Word taught today because when faith is mixed in with that Word, it will do its wonder-working work. Yes. <laughs> yes. Amen. We've been looking at the healings that happened under Jesus' earthly ministry. And we started on the previous episode talking talking about one of the healings, but we're, uh, we're going to keep digging at this direction for a while because there is so much that needs to be addressed and said, and, and it'll be a blessing to us. We were looking at John chapter five, and we're actually, I'm not going to read the whole passage because there's much to be read, but I, I'll just tell you real quick where the setting is, and that's at the Pool of Bethesda. And you'll remember that there were people that were lame and all kinds of physical conditions yeah. that were really living by that pool mm -hmm. because an angel would come down and deposit a measure of healing power into the water. Mm -hmm. And the measure was enough for one. So healing power can be measurable. Yeah. And it was enough for one. And the first person that stepped in got healed regardless of what the condition was. Mm -hmm. You say, why would God do that? Well, first of all, he's trying to get people's attention on uh, the greatness of the power. God can address anything, yeah. anything, oh, anything. It wasn't just for certain conditions. It was for any condition. Not only that, God wasn't trying to get the people's attention on the water. He was trying to get people, if I could say this, stirred up in their faith that if God will do that for that one, God will do it for me. Yes. 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 Amen. And so Jesus comes to this scene that at the pool of Bethesda and he sees a man there who's been for 38 years in a condition where he's bedfast. And so Jesus basically says, rise and walk, take your bed and walk. And he did. He was immediately made whole. This man's faith is not mentioned. It was primarily by a gift of the spirit, a working of a, a working of a, the, the, the healing power of God, the miracle power of God working for this man. But we want to see something in verse 14 in John chapter five in verse 14. I want you to see something that after the man was healed, it says, afterward, Jesus found him in the temple mm -hmm. and said unto him, behold, thou art made whole. Mm -hmm. And then notice this. He said, he gave him further instruction, sin no more, lest a worse thing come unto thee. Yeah. So Jesus wanted him healed. Uh -huh. But not only this, Jesus wants him to hold fast to yes. his healing. He's telling him how to keep from uh, allowing the enemy to steal his health from him. Amen. 
Because listen, anytime you receive something from God, there comes a counterattack from Uh the devil to Uh try to put back on you what God healed you of. And it's not because the healing power was not complete. It's because the devil's a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And he tries to deceive people by bringing old symptoms back Mm -hmm. to try to talk them into, if I could say, letting go of their healing. And Jesus was giving this man an instruction of how not to open the door to the devil. And he said, go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come on you. The the same thing isn't going to come back on him, a worse thing. That that he had and worse. So Jesus is, he's showing us something that when we were, when we, uh, when we love God, mm-hmm. we want to live healed. Mm-hmm. We want to receive healing. Yes. We have to address our lifestyle. Yes. Yes. We have to address our lifestyle. Yes. Amen. We don't earn healing. Healing belongs to us because we belong to him. But the way we conduct our life can either hinder or open the door to healing power. Amen. Amen. And so this is what Jesus was talking about. Don't be concerned if I I could say it to you this way. Don't be concerned and don't get into fear. If I miss it once, I'm going to lose my healing. If I sin once, I'm going to lose my healing. No, that's not what he's saying. He's saying don't commit, don't persist in a lifestyle of sin. If we miss it, we have an advocate with the Father. First John 1, 9 says that if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Therefore, the moment you confess, you are authorized to be healed. The moment you confess any sin, you're authorized to receive any miracle, any healing that you need. You do not have to live under any guilt, condemnation, shame, anything for a moment. We have to have faith in this verse of 1 John 1, 9. We have to believe it. Amen. If he says he forgave us, he forgave us regardless of what we feel and regardless of how the enemy would like to accuse us because he's the accuser of the brethren. He's going to do his job of accusing, but you do your job of answering him. Amen. Answer him with the word. And so we see this, that Jesus was, he was giving the man He was giving the man his ready help. Uh Go and sin no more. He was telling him how to stay on the right side. Don't get on the wrong side. Uh And uh, once you're a Christian, you belong to God. You don't have you don't have that old sin nature in you anymore. You have the life and nature of God in your spirit. You're a new a new creature in Christ. You don't have a a nature of sin in you. So when we sin, we didn't sin because we have a sin nature. We have we sin because we have a tempter. That's right. The devil tempts. Yes. And that's why we miss it. He tempts our flesh, tempts us mentally. He tempts us, and that's why we miss it. That's why we sin. We don't sin because we're a sinner. We're not a sinner anymore. We don't sin because we have a sin nature. We don't have a sin nature anymore. So when you sin, you don't get a sin nature back. But I will say this, you want to, you want to keep that nature, the life of God and the nature of God in you. You want to keep it in the right lifestyle. You don't want sin to become a lifestyle since now you belong to Christ. Amen. So uh, we cannot persist in a lifestyle of sin and think that we're going to live healed or receive healing. Uh Uh Amen. Amen. 
But listen, there again, this is where most people miss it is in sin consciousness. They are so aware and the devil devil uses that to rob them of their boldness of faith. Once you confess your sin, the blood of Jesus cleanses it and makes it as though you never sinned. Now, how bold would you be before God if you'd never sinned? That's the way you're authorized to live once you have confessed any sin in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus, as I said, was giving this man his help before there became a problem. Mm -hmm. He was telling this man that had been healed, go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. In other words, do not return to a lifestyle of sin. Your lifestyle is going to have to be addressed to live healed and walk healed. And that's still true today because we have been made righteous by Jesus. We're righteous with his righteousness. We're not righteous because we've done everything right. We're righteous because Jesus did everything right. And he shared, he he made his righteousness ours, meaning we are now right with God. Because we're right with God, we can live right, we can do right, and we can be right in every situation. Amen. If we miss that, all we have to do is confess it. And we're again back in that flow of righteousness. Amen. Now, in the previous episode, I was talking about something because this is what God began dealing with me about for these episodes is he kept bringing to me something that Dad Hagen made a statement of. And Dad Hagen made this wonderful statement. He said, if you will get your spirit where it ought to be, your body will start responding. Now listen to me. Listen to that statement. If you will get your spirit where it ought to be, your body will start responding, meaning you won't have to struggle to receive healing for your body if things are in your spirit are made are, are adjusted when they need when they need to be adjusted. Jesus was telling this man, don't go into a lifestyle of sin. Don't go back into a life of sin because what's going to happen, his spiritual life is going to get out of order. When your spiritual life because see, healing comes through your spiritual life. When someone is believing God for healing, God doesn't just zap their body and leave the rest of their being untouched. God does everything in our lives through our spirit man. You are a spirit. You have a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and you live in a body. But everything that the mind receives and the body receives is going to come through the spirit of man. Why? Because the Holy Ghost abides in your spirit. So for the Holy Ghost to move in any way, he's going to move from that place of your spirit. And when God deals with you, he's going to deal with you spirit to spirit. He he is a spirit. He doesn't deal with you spirit to flesh, spirit to mind. He deals with you spirit to spirit. So when you receive healing power, it was first flowing through your, through your spirit and your body received it from that place of your spirit. Now, if our spirit is out of order, then it blocks the flow of healing power that it can't reach our body. Does that make sense to you? So we have to understand this. This is why I so love this statement that Hagen made. If we will get our spirit where it ought to be, our bodies will start responding. We won't have to struggle to get healing because when our spirit is in order, everything that would hinder healing is now addressed. Now, 
we started on the previous episode when we say when we get our spirit where it ought to be. One, you say, Pastor Nancy, what, what do you mean when I get my spirit where it ought to be? When you're doing what God's dealing with you about. Mm-hmm. That's the best yeah. way I know how to say it. Do you know when you were a baby Christian, God dealt with you at that place, at that season, based on where you were. But as, as you grew in your spiritual life and as your spiritual walk, God began dealing with you about further things, yes. right? Yes. When you were a spiritual baby, if he wasn't dealing with you about it, he wasn't expecting it of you. But if he deals with you about it, he expects something of us. So if he's dealing with us about something, it's because he expects us to meet him on that situation, be a doer of the word regarding that. You know, if, for example, if uh, God has told you, let's say God told you to, uh, you, you know, I want you to give money to such and such a friend. And you go, mm, I don't think I'll do that. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, see, that disobedience becomes a uh, hindrance. Mm-hmm. It, got, it gets in between you and fellowship yeah. with God. Yeah. God's not mad. Right. It's just that disobedience is like a blockage in a pipeline. Yes. And in your pipeline of fellowship, see, yes. your, your faith is really a pipeline. That's really what faith is. It's a conduit. It's a, it's a pipeline uh, that God's power, God's grace, God's ability flows through. The Word tells us you're saved by grace through faith. We can say it this way. You're saved because the grace of God was able to go through a faith pipeline. You're saved by grace, but it came, that grace reached you through the pipeline of faith. So if we disobey God, do you understand that things can accumulate in our pipeline of faith and then things are hindered from reaching our need? Yes. The power of God is hindered from reaching our need. The help, the wisdom that we need uh-huh. is hindered because the pipeline of faith has to be kept clean. Uh-huh. It has to be kept clean. Well, um, how do we keep it clean? Obey what he's dealing with us about. Remember what Jesus said to Paul when he appeared to him on the road to Damascus? He said, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. See, God had been dealing with him and he's kicking against those dealings. So Jesus, Jesus manifested in a very particular dramatic way and dealt with Paul. But those dealings didn't begin on that day because he said, it's hard for you to keep kicking against the pricks. He'd been kicking for a while. God was dealing with him and he wasn't addressing what God was dealing with. Anytime God's dealing with us, it doesn't benefit us to kick against that. (laughs) And we've all learned that by experience. I said, we've all learned that by experience. So to get our spirits, to have our spirits in order, to have our spirits where they ought to be, that just means whatever God's dealing with us about, walk in the light of that. Address it. Address it. You know, if God's dealing with you about the way you've been handling someone, Maybe in your marriage, God's dealing with you. You know, not, not necessarily you heard words, but you have a knowing you know. on the inside. You know, I, I'm not talking to them right. That's not right what I said to them. I, that's not right. Well, address that knowing because that is the dealings of God. That's what God's dealing with you about. So if people won't deal with what God's dealing with them about, then it starts clogging up their faith pipeline. And then when their body needs healing, that clog is in the way. So yeah. let me give you an example. There was this one lady who came to a, a, a church service of another minister and her idea, she had been having physical problems. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she intended to get into the healing line and have this minister to pray for her. But before that healing line was announced, she was able to be in some of the services where they taught. And they taught on forgiveness. They taught on walking in love. So while she's hearing this teaching, she acknowledges on the inside of her that for over 25 years, she's been um, in strife, so to speak, with her brother. When the parents died, they got into conflict over the inheritance. And so for 25 years, they hadn't spoken to one another. So she, w- she hadn't talked to him, he hadn't talked to her, and that fellowship was broken. Well, see, that's, that's strife. Sure <laughs> so as she's hearing the teaching, she recognizes, I'm going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's been in there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So see, that what is that? That's a clog mm-hmm. in her pipeline of faith. Yeah. And see how you're going to receive healing? By faith. By faith. Yeah. yeah. Healing power flows through your faith pipeline. Yeah. Right? Sure so that clog of that offense, that strife, that unforgiveness had been there for 25 years. So she gets up and out of the service after the service is over and she goes to a pay telephone. So, you know, this was years ago, right? You hear me talking about a pay telephone. And so she goes to a pay telephone and she calls her brother and she said his name. And she said, she told him, you know, this is Mary or whoever and said, I'm just calling because uh, I wanted to repent to you that we got into conflict over the inheritance. And she said, I repent to you. I was wrong in that. And he said, well, I was, I was thinking about calling you. Whoa. See, God was dealing on both ends. Yeah, that's right. yeah. See, you don't know how long God had been dealing, maybe uh, years. Yeah. 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 And so he said, no, it's not all your fault. I, I, I'm the blame too. And she said, no, it's my fault. He said, no, it's my fault. And they almost got in a fuss over whose fault it was. And, and they both decided, well, I tell you what, we'll each take half the blame. How about that? And he said, and he said, you know, I forgive you. And he said, well, will you come to see me? And she said, yeah, I'll come as soon as these meetings are over. I'll come see you. But they were restored. She went back to her hotel room because she had traveled there to be in those meetings. She went back to her hotel room. She took a nap that afternoon. And when she woke up, every single symptom was gone. Every symptom that she intended to have prayed for in the meetings, Uh once she got her spirit in order, you see what I'm saying? Once she dealt with Uh what, what her spirit had been dealing with her about, Mm. what God had been dealing with her about in her spirit, once she addressed that, then she didn't need a healing line. Because once she got her spirit in order, her body started responding. Praise God. Does that make sense? Now, I'm not saying that people don't need to get healing lines. Uh Sometimes they may need that additional help. But I'm saying if our spirit's not in order, then we have, even if we've gotten a healing line, Uh the devil's got an open door to come back and attack us if something's out of order in our hearts. But don't misunderstand me. Condemnation is not the dealing of God. That's right. So don't let a sense of condemnation rob you of receiving your healing. I'm talking about something that you know God has been dealing with you about. If you'll address that, it will help other arenas of your life lunge forward into the blessing of God. Amen. You won't have to struggle with healing when you address something that has been in the way of healing, that has been blocking healing. Does that make sense to you? Amen. And that's a help to us. Uh 
because you know what God's dealing with you about. I know what God's dealing with me about. God is always going to be dealing with us about something as long as we're on this earth. Why? Because he has more to bring us into. He has so much more for us. Everything belongs to us, but he's endeavoring to bring us into a place where all that belongs to us is flowing unhindered. To where we have a full measure of everything he's made ours. Amen. So that's why he deals with us. He's bringing us into the fullness of the stature of Christ. He's helping us mature spiritually. That's why he shows us what to adjust, what to change, what to correct. Not because he's pointing out a a cause to withhold something. He's never going to withhold, but he wants us to get things out of the way that hinder us from receiving yes. what he has already made ours. God. God's not a withholder. No, it's not. too late to withhold it. He's already given it. He doesn't take back what he's already given, Amen. but he's letting us know things can get in the way of us receiving what he's already given. Yes. And this is what Jesus was telling that man who took up his bed and walked. And he said, don't go into sin. Don't go into a lifestyle of sin. Because if you do, something worse will come. It matters how we live when we want to live healed. When you want healing for Uh your body, we have to address our lifestyle. And that's one of the great blessings of the healing flow of God is because you can't receive healing without addressing every arena of your life. And what a, what a, what a, a, a blessing that is to our spiritual development. Sometimes (laughs) in pastoring, I've told people, in teaching, you know, people will come sometimes to church and they may have a financial need and they go to God and they go, God, um, I'm believing you for money for a certain need. They go to church and I get up and I say, well, I'm going to teach this morning on walking in love in your marriage. And they go, no, no, no. On the inside, they can go, no, 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 God, I need to hear something on finances. And, uh, no, 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 it's just financial. And all of a sudden I start talking about marriage need or something. No, 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 that's not what I need. So they kind of check out. Uh Um, but I've, I've found this out even in my own life Mm -hmm. is that you start talking to God about one need that you have and he starts talking about a different arena and you're going, no, 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 God, I'm talking to you about this. And he says, so am I. Have you ever noticed uh, if you get on certain highways in different states, they have all these access roads, mm-hmm. side yeah. roads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you want to go south, you've got to get on an access road that takes you west mm-hmm. so you can come mm-hmm. around and go south. Yeah. And so when, when you say, I'm trying to get on this highway to go west, but this access road is going to take me south. I'm not going to get on it. No, you know that, no, it's going to eventually lead you to the direction you need to go. That's the way God is. He can be a sidewinder. You know what I mean? You think that you're going to go after this financial need and he starts dealing with your marriage. You go, no, 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 God, I'm talking about my financial need. He says, I'm talking about your financial need too. Because you're going to have to address this issue with your marriage over here so that we can get on the road of prosperity for your financial situation, you know? And so that's what I'm talking about when I say that if you'll address what God's dealing with you about here, how it will affect and bless you physically. It'll bless you financially. 
because God's going to deal with you from your spirit being. Don't ignore what he's dealing with you about inwardly. Because everything God has for your life is going to flow through your spirit, man. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Every one of us, when I say, what is God dealing with you about? I'm not saying, what have you heard God audibly say to you? I'm not talking about hearing a voice. I'm just saying a knowing that you have on the inside. That's God's dealing with you. It bears witness. Oh yeah, God's dealing with me. I know I need to stop this, change this, implement this, address this. Every single one of us know what God is dealing with us about in here. Every single one of us. Amen. And don't get in this trap that the devil will use of, if I could say this, this phrase, hidden sin. Well, I got some hidden sin I don't know about, and that's robbing me of my healing. No, no, no. If you sinned, you were there, you knew it. That wasn't hidden from you. <laughs> don't fall into that strategy the devil will use of some hidden sin that, keep, that, that keeps you out of the flow of your help. Yeah. Oh, and it's hidden from you and it's just something I don't know. No, don't even go that way. That's that. No. Whenever God's dealing with you, you know about something. Amen. Don't let the devil dupe you into there's something hidden that you can't find. Therefore, you have to suffer. No, I'm not talking about that. Because God is, if there's something that, if there's something that needs to be addressed in your life, God is so faithful. He'll make that known to you. I love something Dad Hagen would say, and he'd say it this way. He said, God knows how to talk to me, and I know how to hear. He said, God's not going to do some dark, deep, dark mystery that I don't understand of dealing with me. He said, he's an intelligent being, I'm an intelligent being, and he's going to deal with me intelligently. It's not going to be some guess and go game. He's not trying to hide something from me, whatever he's dealing with us about. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. praise the Lord. Praise There's the Lord. so listen, so we haven't we've scratched the surface. Yeah, yeah. We so. haven't gone as far as we're going to go in addressing this direction. So you want to keep coming back yes. and watching the next episodes. Yes. But I can sense the healing power of God Glory. moving. Glory. So right God. now I want to minister to those oh. of you. I want I speak to those of you who have pain in your body. Pain, you take your hand off their body. Pain, you leave their lives in Jesus' name. I speak to that disease. I speak to those symptoms. I speak to that sickness. I speak to every bit of the difficulty. You leave their bodies in Jesus' name. You be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And right where you're at, just lift up your hands and say, I receive that power. I receive it. Not with your mind, with your heart. In here, let your heart agree. You don't have to figure out anything. Just say, I receive that power and I thank you that it's working in me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, we've been teaching in these episodes out of my book called The Healer Divine. And uh, we want you to get your copy of it because it will feed your life. It'll feed your faith in the direction of healing. And so we ask you, go to our our website at deframeministries.org and let us know that you want your copy of that and we'll get it right out to you. And remember this until until we see you next time. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit deframeministries.org. 
In this classic book by Nancy Dufresne, we are presented with a study of the healings of Jesus. Your own faith will be stirred to believe and act as the healed God has made you to be. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.